everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. June 10th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Project 2020 show. Before we begin, I have to say thank you to everybody who has subscribed to the channel. I greatly appreciate it. Our goal is simple. Can we be at 1,600 or more subs by Monday morning? So if you're a fan of Project 2020, hit that subscribe button. Now, let's get back to episode number 21. So welcome to the middle point of the week. We just had Clemente and we just had Ripken uh, released by Ben Baller and Sophia Chang. We are just an hour or two away from the end of the pre-sales for Nolan Ryan and Dwight Gooden. So there's a lot of things going on right now. But I think when you look at these two cards today, it speaks to what Topps Project 20 is and what it is not. And look, it's ever-changing. It's never the same. And these cards look very similar, but they're anything but similar. You know, uh, Ben Ballard just said that he changed his entire design based on current events. And then it, they look very similar. So who knows if they are meant to be the same with the same message? I don't know. But when you think of Project 2020... What got us here is not what's going to get us there. And what I'm talking about is, is how we approach the first, I think, 80 to 90 cards, possibly even the first 100 cards, to how we're going to approach this now through the next 100. Uh, a couple days ago, I spoke on what I would be doing from a value perspective when it comes to how I would be collecting these cards or collecting to resale in the future, as in picking up the next five of a player or an artist or selling them as a lot as we get to card 200. But the one thing that I needed to really look at and, and think about and go, am I doing this the right way, is with my pre-orders. Is it responsible for me right now in this market when there is still air in this bubble? Is it responsible of me financially, in a sense, from a flip perspective, to continue to offer, in a sense, unlimited pre-orders and then order 10, 12, 15 more than what I was doing? So some cards I'd order 20 extra of, some I'd order 10, 12, depending on what the numbers fell. You know, last week I started ordering, I started offering a weekly bundle, so all 10 cards at once, and last week and this week are kind of a little screwy now with the lack of cards, so my ordering was a little bit off this week, but I have decided to start limiting what I'm going to be ordering from Tops.com from, from, from an everyday perspective. You know, I'm going to continue to offer the weekly bundle, but I think I might only offer up six or seven bundles overall, and then order just 10 cards. What got us here where, where it was just, you know, ordering 20, flipping 10, flipping 15, you know, for a very nice profit. Those days, they're, they're not over, but they're, they're not as profitable as they once were. So in the moment, we have to adjust. And just like Ben Baller adjusted in the moment with his Ripken, we in this environment of Project 2020 also have to be as nimble with the product. And so for me, I'm changing up my ways. I'm not, I, look, I don't think that my le ordering 10 less cards is gonna have any dramatic effect on the print run. It's only 10 cards. But I think I have to be more responsible to figure out, okay, am I only gonna flip now three or four cards or am I gonna flip 10, 12, 15? Where does that, what does that look like right now? So for me right now, I'm gonna be changing up my pre-orders and trying to figure out where the market is as we go through 200. Maybe I'm going to start selling less, collecting the five. I don't know. We'll find out. But for now, my pre-orders are going to be lower. Now, Before we take a look at pre-orders from yesterday and print run projections on the Gibson and Jeter, let's take a quick look at the market. And looking at the charts and looking at the numbers, 
it was a very, very rough day. I mean, volume was down to only 1,600 copies sold. I think it was 1,597 to be exact. The price point dropped way down. You look at the top 20, all of the cards were way down. I mean, the best card yesterday from a top 20 perspective was that Clemente. I'll share a detail here in a second why that card is somewhat stabilizing. Yeah, there's, there's something going on with Mr. Cartoon. But look, it was a rough day overall, but it's just one data point. We will see what this means going forward. There was also that surge of Jeter pre-orders. So that's a little spoiler for the next segment. That could have potentially brought this number down a little bit. But overall, very rough day yesterday. We will see if it rebounds today. But now let's get to some better news. Let's get to the pre-orders. Also, if you're thinking or asking where do all these graphics come from or the numbers, please check out the website, crtsportscards.com. Go to my Project 2020 page, and it has everything there for you. Uh, and you can quickly reference any number that I talk about here on the show. So here we go. Here are the pre-order numbers after last night on Nolan Ryan and Dwight Gooden. Not too surprising where these cards landed. I did overshoot the Gooden a little bit. There was very little pickup yesterday on eBay, but Nolan Ryan came in at 193 pre-orders as of 11 o'clock last night, and then Dwight Gooden came in at 85, so I predicted 190 and 100, so pretty close, but not uh, not exactly that close with Dwight Gooden. But what does that mean for a print run? And I think it's there on the screen. I'm sticking with these numbers, so Nolan Ryan is 13,000 to 15,000, and Dwight Gooden is 8,000 to 11,000. The Gooden number is the one that I'm most concerned about, and I really believe, like I said on Monday's show and even yesterday, this card would be very, very low if it wasn't for the fact that it's with another Met and Nolan Ryan. You can see the difference of the eBay pre-orders right now just on these two cards alone, so very few people are picking up both from a seller. But I also think that if this card was just paired with, I don't know, Roberto Clemente or Derek Jeter or another person, it wouldn't sell that well, and it would probably be Five to 6,000 maybe at the most. Like I said earlier, it's mainly a 4,000 print run card, maybe 3,000 print run card at the end of the day. But if I miss this one, to me, I'm going to overshoot it. I mean, when you look at my original projection of 1.25% eBay penetration, and by the way, for anyone new to this show, when I'm talking about eBay penetration, that's just strictly taking the pre-orders divided by the print run. So that's just a very simple uh, number and term I came up with. So that's what I'm talking about when it comes to eBay penetration. But if I if, if we just achieve a 1.25 penetration with Gooden, we're just under 7,000. I'm expecting to see the penetration number on Gooden be very low because I'm expecting a lot of people to jump on the tops who are gonna order the Ryan and then order the Gooden. So there's gonna be that disparity, uh, as I mentioned the other day, where it was like 1.45 for the Ryan and then 1.25 for the Gooden. Yeah, and I'm still, still set on Ryan at that 13 to 15 range. As I spoke about on Monday, if he's at 1.45 penetration when it comes to his reserves right now, he's sitting right over 13,000 pre-orders. It was like 13,317 to be exact. So I think those numbers are comfortable. But again, on the Gooden, if I miss here, it's gonna be I'm gonna be overshooting it. I don't see a situation where he jumps over 11,000. And if he does, then I'm really worried worried overall about the product when it comes to just sur surplus and being able to sell these on the secondary market. But now let's take a look at Derek Jeter and Bob Gibson after 24 hours. Derek Jeter, after one single day, look at that number, 318 pre-orders and look at Gibson, 56. These could not be more night and day than they are right now. I knew, and I said yesterday, that these are not going to sell well together and look at these two numbers. It is just a stark reality when you look at Jeter and Gibson. You know, yesterday when it came to the Gooden, or actually right now, 
Godin is going to ride the coattails of Ryan because they're on the same team. I don't think people are buying Jeter and then Gibson. We will find out, obviously, tomorrow morning. But look at these numbers. And, and that's how I got to these print run ranges. And that's why I say Gibson is going to be six to 9,000. I don't think he has the, the energy behind it or the synergy in a sense to get over 10,000. One of these two cards is going to be under 10,000, maybe both. And But to me right now, it's going to be this Gibson for sure under 10,000. But how did I get to the Jeter range of 25 to 28,000? I took a look at two of his numbers from his last release. So his last release was card 93, which is Gregory Siff, and it sold 48,000 copies. So I said, okay, what is the eBay penetration and what were his 24 and 48 hour reserves? His 24 hour reserve total was 627 and then his 48 hour total was over 800. So you can see a 50% disparity in that number, but it's not as simple as just saying, okay, 50% less, here we go. There's also another number, and so his penetration number was 1.81%. Now, when you think back to the past week and a half, 1.8 is actually rather high. So when I just when I just used 1.8 and said, okay, let's just say he keeps the same penetration number, I don't believe that a Jeter fan would not all of a sudden buy this card on tops.com two weeks later after after buying card 93. So to me, if if he performs at 1.81%, we're looking at 24,750. But if it drops to 1.5, if more people jump over to, or if he actually picks up fans, uh, on tops.com, he moves up to 30,150. But I don't see how Jeter within two weeks on a on a tops order or an eBay penetration goes from 1.8 to 1.5. So that's why I think it's gonna be right about 1.6, 1.7 possibly. So that's where I'm at with 25 to 28,000. We'll know more tomorrow with the 48 hour file, but right now I feel comfortable that Jeter will not top 30,000 and it'll be right in that 25 to 28%. Now let's look at today's cards. So here is the first card up today, Roberto Clemente. This is done by Sophia Chang. There's so many interesting and cool things about this card. I love the pirate on the top right corner. And it's cool for Sophia Chang because she's not a traditional baseball fan. And so the understanding of, of who these players are and maybe the history of baseball, she doesn't have. And that's so cool because it's a different artist coming into this and, and taking that card which she saw and making it her own. So I think this is a really, really cool interpretation of Clemente's original card. But when you look at Sofia Chang overall, uh, obviously she led off with Mariano Rivera, Jackie Robinson, Bob Gibson, you know, Ichiro, and then Willie Mays. So she's had some some of the older players uh, and then a couple current ones with Mariano and Ichiro. But on the print runs, for example, you know, Rivera, 1600, Jackie Robinson, 27, Gibson, 24. You know, so th those three rather low in a sense, but we we've seen Jackie Robinson perform very well uh, overall in the course of Project 2020. But then Ichiro spiked to 6,200 and then Willie Mays at 10,000. But when you look at Roberto Clemente overall, uh, nobody, by the way, has broken up his horizontal card. We are now seven for seven on the design of being horizontal. Uh, he has sold 34,000 cards when you think of Mr. Cartoon, Natural, Grotesque, JK5, Old Man Alan, and then his recent one with Matt Taylor. Uh, and also check out Mr. Cartoon's Instagram. He is dropping his custom card today that's going to have an autographed Clemente with it. So check his out, his Instagram out. I don't know all the details, but it's an interesting thing. And that may be what was driving up the prices a couple days ago on his Mr. Cartoon card. 
But look, from a rank perspective, he is 16th overall, and he's out of 20. And then his best card is number 103, which is 27th, which just came out last week. So if you're like, I'm missing Roberto Clemente, you get him back again this week. So look, where's this card going to fall? Like, who knows right now? It's, it's too hard to say where this is going to fall. Could we have that 10 to 15 sweet spot? To me, that's that sweet spot range right now. If a card performs with current environment, with the current market, 10 to 15 is that number. But I'll be very curious to see where this card lands, if it's very similar to Ben Baller's Ripken or if they're different. So now let's look at that Ripken. So here is that Ripken, and obviously it's been Ben Baller said, designed for current events. And that is one neat thing when it comes to this product overall. When we look back on it in three to four years, artists are able to make these cards their own in the moment based on what's happening in real life. So this is just another interesting feature of this card. I mean, it's got the Ben Baller look. Ben Baller did the card, BBDDC. So it's there. But look, we have to look at Ben Baller overall. So he led us off with Ichiro at one, Frank Thomas at two, Trout at 51. Then you had the Henderson and you recently had the Dwight Gooden, which sold 25,000 copies. When you look at his print runs overall, look, Ichiro, very low, obviously number one. We didn't know what this was back then. Then Thomas and then Trout, of course, is in the top 10. Ricky and then Doc Gooden. So he he has been the leading forefront artist for this. If it wasn't for Don C and Keith Shore, look, this guy would be the number one artist right now in this set. So, but let's take a look at uh, Ripken overall. When it comes to to Cal Ripken, this is his sixth card, and from a print perspective, he has produced forty nine thousand cards, just under fifty thousand. He is the eighth. Uh, highest printed athlete at the moment and that's courtesy of his Don C card his recent Don C which is Don C's only second card printed 41,000 so when you think of that 49,000 printed 40,000 of that is in one card so and and then his best card of course is that Don C number 92 at seven so look Ripken's history has been uh, not checkered at, at best but very very low printed athlete um, versus his Don C card. So it'll be very curious to see, you know, does this Ripken perform like Jeter today, which is even about 25 to 28,000, or is it even under 20,000? So we'll find out. So there we have it. We're about to find out the first print runs for the week to figure out where the market is. And also very excited to see what kind of change comes to Project 2020 from here on out. With that, have a fantastic Wednesday, and I'll see you back tomorrow for episode number 22.